Um, we have Valerie Ellis with us, our lovely therapist specialising in relationship counselling. I just give you kind of five minutes heads up because the topic that we're talking about today is kind of um, one not for little ears. So please cover the little ears up or send them into another room with a, uh, something nice to eat. Um, but really, the topic today that we want to talk about, and I was speaking to actually a friend this morning I had a coffee with, and she was saying that her son, who's 14, still believes in Father Christmas. And I was like, are you sure, Olivia? And she said, oh, no, definitely, definitely. I said, mm, are you sure he's not having you on? And just kind of kind of going for it. Valerie, what do you think? Do you <laughs> I think, think he still believes? I, I think somebody believes in something <laughs> that, uh-huh. that they shouldn't be believing. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be the son. I think the mother probably is having a similar, probably. similar level of faith in a fairy story, <laughs> if I might be so bold. Well, I was kind of thinking it's also, you know, the child is still trying to make sure that gets the stocking and all the presents I, and all the rest of it. I so. think that's what's going on. So he probably believes less than she believes. Probably. <laughs> but should we tell, our topic today really is, should we tell um, our children the truth about Christmas? Should we? And if we do, how do we do it? And, and kind of what age? Now, why why we're thinking about this topic is, you know, it's a big deal Christmas these days, isn't it? It's, it's full on. Oh, yeah. Well, we were just saying that there's no possible way that your Christmas day could meet the expectations that ev- every song, every the f- it just the front of Christmas cards makes it seem into something sparkly and perfect that it can't possibly achieve, and also to achieve it on one day, it's like your wedding day. Oh. You know, to to nail it all on one day in particular seems impossible. So I think I can understand that there's a lot of pressure, and that what I what I want the point I wanted to make at the beginning of this is that as a therapist, I've seen people hurt by their parents lying to them for sure that's a big problem and in general I would say don't lie to your children if you can avoid it um err on the side of honesty however I've never ever met or heard of anybody traumatized as a result of the myth of Father Christmas. So, I'm sure there's probably somebody who's claimed that they are traumatised. I'm sure there's somebody, but, but it's not a phenomenon. Like, people don't come to therapy and go, oh, and another thing, my mother deceived me about Father Christmas and I'm I'm mortified by that and I've never gotten over it. It, just, it's, it doesn't fall into the category of um, problematical lies. So... I guess it's quite difficult now because we're so connected mm. socially on the mm. media and what have you. Mm. It, it's also quite difficult to keep it, you know, keep that story going for, for as long as maybe in, in the olden days. Oh, look, I think that's right. I, I, we, were, we were all less educated and less sceptical in the past. Um, we believed in, you know, meteorites were a message from someone above and those kind of things. So, yes, we're, we're much more sort of straightforward about things. And, and, it, and there's, a, there's a trend in parenting to be more straightforward with children. Mm. I, think, I think it has merit. So one of your options is to tell the truth from the start, to just right. to not make up the Father Christmas story and say this is a time of year darling Sarah that um, we think of each other we we reflect on the value that we put on each other and I'm going to buy grandma a gift and granddad a gift and my and daddy a gift and I'd like you to think about how much you love granddad and what you'd like to give him that would represent that so you can start off Christmas as a a secular experience as an experience of sort of interpersonal appreciation rather than a, a fairy story character arriving from above and delivering presents. So what happens, I mean, I guess, you know, that's very secular, as you said, you know, 
the religious aspect as well is obviously one to is a big thing to consider obviously. it is i think i mean obviously like it's distinct from father christmas and i think there's obviously that's where the 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 line is and and i don't want to make any comments about people's mm. personal beliefs the father christmas thing isn't a religious thing it's a it's very much a sort of fairy tale like the tooth fairy yeah, which has become very commercialized hasn't it absolutely and one of the downsides of the father christmas thing is so let okay. So let's say you've got the option to tell your children right from the start. It's not there is no Father Christmas, mm. or not even to mention it. That w- this is a time of year where we when it's dark outside, so we spend a lot of time together. And when we spend a lot of time together, we reflect on the value of each other and how we're going to express that. So that can be your Christmas idea. That can be the point of Christmas. If you're going to do the Father Christmas thing, so option two is option to do two. the Father Christmas thing. Carry on as you have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- the main downside of it is overemphasizing the morality part. Overemphasizing if you're good, you'll get gifts. If you're bad, you won't get gifts. And it's kind of then it's exacerbated by things like Elf on the Shelf and all of these. You know, somebody's watching the whole time. Yes, and yeah. You know, that, good, I, that's yeah. really now that's far more problematical from my point of view, from a psychological point of view, to be monitoring your children to to link good performance because we don't really know what whether someone's good or bad but to link good performance with a gift with being repaid for that i think that's where there's a much bigger issue at play here from a research point of view children produce good behavior and by that i mean pro-social behavior consideration for others children produce good behavior not from rewards let me underline that children are not good because they get a reward. Children are good naturally, spontaneously, from inside when they understand the consequences of what they've done. So, for example, we say, oh, sweetie, when you took away your brother's biscuit, you see how he's sad. Now, I, love, I know you love your brother. Look at his face. Is, was sadness what you wanted him to experience? Was that the outcome you wanted from taking your biscuit? Oh, no, I didn't want that. I just wanted a biscuit. Okay, cool. Well, let's talk about you getting biscuits by asking, but let's also make sure we never take somebody else's things because it makes them sad. So it's the consequences rather than rewards. It's, that's exactly right. We, mm. we children, we, people grow up to perform goodness because they expect a reward, and that is, that is not inherently goodness. That's and Father tr- Christmas is laying right that into that. R- really feeds into that. Oh, you're good. Oh. Father Christmas is watching, number one, so you better watch out. And if you've been good enough, you'll get a ton of gifts. I mean, mm. I think that's actually quite ugly. And what about, I mean, one thing that I've noticed a lot about um, on, on social media is don't um, say the big gifts that you might get for your children, if you do get any big gifts for them, such as a PlayStation or what have you, are from Father Christmas. <sighs> because families who don't have as much money to spend on stuff like that or don't want to spend as much as that are then saying well how come father christmas gave you a playstation and me a book well and and is this again the measure Uh, of your goodness you know that oh you were especially good so you got a big gift i think it's let's let's base let's base this in reality and somebody had to pay for that so if you're going to do the father christmas thing i understand i think it's lovely as well and charming and when they're three the mince pie very little harm yeah putting the mince pie out and that's so adorable isn't it um but let's make Let's make it that Father Christmas saw, if you're going to do it, Father Christmas saw what a good person you are deep down inside and you'll be getting gifts no matter what. You don't have to perform a certain way because Father Christmas saw deep down in your heart that you are fundamentally good. That's a far better message to send, that you're fundamentally good, than, oh, well, have you been good enough? Then you get gifts. 
So that's kind of going along with it, but you know, being aware of it and the kind of the the kind of how you how you deal with it and how mm. you treat it and what have you. Mm. What about coming clean? Oh, yeah, I think that's problematical. So coming clean, I mean, I, I've just got this picture of a parent sort of sitting at the dining room table going, okay, Sandra, um, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> that is awkward. Child, it would be awkward. I can imagine the child's eyes like saucers. Like, just terrifying. no way I'm going to do that. No yeah, way. I, I would, that was probably my least favourite option of the, t- of the, of the three yeah. um, because essentially you're framing it as a deception. And it isn't. I mean, I know that technically saying Father Christmas exists when they, he doesn't is a deception. But that's not really your motivation in doing the Father Christmas thing. You're, you're joining in a whole community celebration. It's a cultural that's phenomena right. that everyone's in the community doing this. Um, so you're doing it because you want your family to be connected to community, not because inherently you want to deceive your child and manipulate their bad, good and bad behaviour, hopefully. So I, I don't think that's necessary. If a child came to you and said, is Father Christmas real or mm. not, you could... There's lots of books out there. You can tell the story of why a community believe what they believe. Yeah. You know, a hundred years ago, it was dark. Inside, people were worried. They gave each other gifts to lift their spirits for, yeah. for oncoming spring. Blah, you blah, can blah, definitely blah. kind of explain it. And actually, you know what? Sometimes it's quite nice because when the, the kids, older kids, get to teenagers, and you kind of you know that they maybe know and you can give mm. each other a bit of a nudge and a wink don't tell the younger kids don't mm. tell your siblings mm. you know and you're kind of in it together mm. I think you know what anything that brings together the family and as you say the community isn't a bad thing is it really it, de- it really depends on your motivation and I think that's why nobody goes to therapy because they found out Father Christmas ex- doesn't exist <laughs> because fundamentally you have a sense that this wasn't intended to harm me and that it wasn't a deception on the part of my parents per se they were going along with a community cultural celebration that was about connectedness and when you interpret it in those terms there's no offense so i would leave the come clean option i'd go with the truth from the start option or the let it run out and the child will figure it out and really we're talking eight nine ten yeah they'll figure this out so you, you you think the fourteen year old son of my friend might? Be I think killing her like I bit. think he doesn't believe in Father Christmas, but she believes in him <laughs> <laughs> in the same fantastical way, and that's lovely. You know? Do you know everyone needs a little bit of fantastical excitement? Oh, don't I'm going to say with a mother who believes in you that much, he's going to go a long way. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, Valerie. That's really really good to have you on again and and chat through every week. You know, let us know what you'd like us to speak to Valerie about. If you have any advice that you're seeking for whatever reason, you know, it might be relationship advice especially at this time of year coming up to christmas it is tricky isn't it mm. um so can you please let us know how how to have a look at your blog and your website in absolutely details? so if people want to know more about this topic i've written a blog article and it's on the website very so all one word very if you wanted to get in contact with me in particular for relationship advice there's ways to get in contact me with me through that website as well Perfect. Thank you so much, Valerie. Speak to you next week. Love to. Um, do email in also here if you have any questions for Valerie at studio at brooklandsradio.co.uk. 